It is not to angels that God has subjected the world to come, about which we are speaking. But there is a place where someone has testified. What is mankind that you are mindful of them? A son of man that you care for him? You made them a little lower than the angels. You crowned them with glory and honor. And put everything under their feet. In putting everything under them, God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet at present we do not see everything subject to them. But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. New International Version. Christ's suffering qualified him to unite people. By Christmas Eve of 1914, World War I had come to the point of trench warfare. On one point along the miles of trenches, on one side were the Allied troops of French and Scots, and on the other side, Germans. That night, a Frenchman began singing Silent Night. Eventually his comrades joined in. Much to their surprise, the Germans on the other side of the trench, recognizing the familiar tune, began singing the song in their native tongue, along with them. The Scots then joined in with their bagpipes. After the song, heads began to stick out from the trenches. Both sides realized they had a common celebration and song. This led to white flags going up on both sides, and then the unthinkable happened. Both trenches, Allied and Axis powers, enemies of one another, left their holes in the ground and met in the middle, exchanging pictures, and communicating with each other. The evening was capped off with the Scottish chaplain leading all the men together in a celebration of communion. The 2005 movie, Joy You Knoll, recounts the actual events. Whenever we come together, expressed for the Christian through the sacrament of communion, it puts our differences in their proper perspective, we all come together as one, not seeing each other as rich or poor, black or white, American or Asian, or anything else. The events of that Christmas Eve in 1914, however, did not have a happy ending. The two sides found that, once the holiday passed, they did not have the will to fight their new brothers. The top brass on each side were upset and sent the Germans to the Russian front, and certain death, and the Scottish chaplain was defrocked for his actions and sent home never to pastor again, letting us see in dramatic fashion that unity has a price. The book of Hebrews was originally written, or preached, to encourage and exhort struggling Jewish Christians. The author pointed them squarely at Jesus. The people were in danger of forgetting what the pioneer and champion of their salvation had done for them. What's more, they were in danger of reneging on their commitment to Christ. So, the entire book is dedicated to demonstrating and reminding discouraged believers that Jesus Christ is superior to everything, both in heaven and on earth. Because of that truth, Jesus is worthy of our eternal devotion and remembrance. Jesus is qualified to be our Savior and Lord. Every day and each minute of our lives are an opportunity for a fresh commitment to Jesus. The regular practice of Christian communion and consistent spiritual practices are meant to lead us into celebrating our Savior's work. The worldwide communion of saints is celebrating with us in remembering and committing ourselves afresh to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. A great victory has been won, not just in the trenches of human wars, but on the cross of Christ. This singular death on our behalf qualified Jesus to be our Savior from sin, once and for all. Christ's suffering qualified Him to be our Savior. Jesus suffered an inglorious and ignominious death. Yet, paradoxically, glory came through suffering. Jesus did not only suffer at His crucifixion, He experienced the full range of human suffering throughout His life. He knew what it was like to face adversity and hardship. It is Christ's suffering that helps us make sense of our own suffering. We can only truly be free from all that binds us by embracing that which makes us suffer. And because we live in a fallen world, we all personally suffer in some way. In addition, entire groups of people suffer, whether it is religious persecution, racial profiling, class warfare, 
or government oppression. This suffering is very real, damaging, and dehumanizing, resulting in terrible living conditions and even death. Maybe because of this reality, some tend to minimize their own suffering. After all, what is a harshly worded email, trying to lose a few extra pounds, or an unexpected car repair compared to families devastated by COVID-19? It is all suffering nonetheless. It is good to keep our life situations in proper perspective, and we must be careful to not tell God what He should and shouldn't care about in this world. If the only things that matter and qualify as hardship and difficulty is human trafficking, the terrors of war, or grinding poverty, then you will soon find yourself plastering a smile on your face and nodding over enthusiastically whenever someone asks you how you are doing. Happy with it Christians are insufferable, pun intended. We must find commonality and solidarity with Jesus and our own personal and corporate suffering. An admission of weakness, trouble, hardship, or suffering is neither a lack of faith nor the unpardonable sin. Identifying with the adversity of our brothers and sisters in Christ throughout the world can be transformed into suffering that has meaning and significance. Our temporary sufferings now will someday result in the glory of being with Christ forever. Christ's suffering qualified Him to be our compassionate Helper. Through the death of Jesus on the cross we have victory over Satan and all his wicked spirits. I have heard more than one motivational speaker say, if you could do one thing in your life and not be able to fail, what would it be? The truth is, because of Christ's atoning sacrifice, we have victory and can live our lives in confidence and commitment to Jesus. Temporary failures and failings are not the end of the story. We possess a union with Christ because of the cross. Jesus is our champion. He stands with us in our suffering and temptations. In solidarity with all who suffer, along with brothers and sisters who agonize throughout the world, we have the blessed opportunity of bringing our troubles to a gracious God, thus finding forgiveness and hope. May your burdens be lifted, and may you know Christ, and Him crucified, died, buried, risen, ascended, and coming again. Jesus knows you because He tasted death for you, and for everyone. Merciful Lord help me to remember in these troubled times the cross you carried for my sake so that I may better carry mine and help others do the same. Since you tasted death that I might taste life, I forever belong to you and offer up all that I am and all I hope to be to the glory of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Above picture, Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil.